You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Wednesday, May 12th. As always, I'm your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always, the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base or Off the Bench Baseball, or my more pop culture entertainment beat at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Play Disgusting, Film Cred, and more, and many more hopefully to come. Of this year, Lockdown Padres podcast, though, which is the most important part, obviously. You can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno. And that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you guys feel so inclined, only, 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 if you feel so inclined, you can hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns, and I'll do my very best to get back to you. Uh, Lately, I've been doing this thing, as everybody who's been listening for the past, like, two weeks knows. Send me a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, And in the review description, type in a question, and I guarantee you I will answer that here on the show. Not just on Twitter, but on the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the big distinction there. Uh, And for today's show, guys, by the way, uh, I want to talk to you really quickly about Locked on MLB. Join the walking baseball encyclopedia. That is not an exaggeration. Paul Francis Sullivan. But please, please call him Sully. Every day on Locked on MLB for a unique look at the majors both past and present. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories, Lockdown MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. And for today's episode, guys, going to be recapping last night's game, uh, last night's first game against the Rockies at Coors. We got ourselves a doubleheader today, which is really fun. Uh, I'll be talking about that tomorrow. But for today, recapping last night's game, which was fun. It was a bittersweet day for the Pirates. I'm going to be talking about that as well. Uh, and then going to be playing part two of my conversation with Mr. Paul Holden of Locked On Rockies. And also, before we get started, just want to shout out all the people that have been uh, sending good questions. I will be getting to them. Uh, there's actually been a, a bunch of people have sent them in recently, so I'm really happy about that. And one of them I'll allude to today, because so, so someone, my man over here, and I'll get to him in a second, he sent me like a huge one, so I'll be, I'll be getting into part of that. But um, let's talk about the game, guys. So last night, the Padres won by a score of 8-1, to one, and it was great. It was just really great. And you know why? Because, god damn, I love seeing some Padres offense back in town. You know what I mean? In this game, uh, Denelson Lamette, first of all, he gets the start. And by start, I mean, like, start, but not, I don't know what a, a, a better word for it. It's like a false start. But that's already taken by the NFL, that terminology. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that. But basically, a starter who allegedly is, is good at pitch and that he goes only two innings. Now, granted, in this game, it was only expected for Lamette to go two innings. He gives up one run on one hit, walking one, striking out one. Very classic line of one, 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 one. Uh, here's what I'll say about the Nelson Lamette. Uh, I've been saying for a while that I just don't know what to expect anymore, so I've stopped expecting anything, and that the Padres are very much annoying me when it comes to injuries, not in terms of how the team is playing. That they, they had their shortcomings, but mostly just how every injury seems to be coming from the Padres these days, these big injuries. The bad news is his velocity was yet again still not the same, especially for fastballs and stuff. But if there is a silver line to take away from it, he did throw more sliders. And based on the injury from at least what I've been reading, people that I, I, I you know, 
listen to and whatnot are saying that with his type of injury, throwing sliders is actually a little bit more difficult. So maybe just based on that, based on the fact that he's at least throwing the slider a little bit more, which is his wipeout pitch, that at least is a good sign. But still, bottom line, though, it's like that's like a 10% good thing about yesterday from Delson Lament. He's still only going two innings. He threw 29 pitches in total. He's got an astounding 1.5 ERA this year, guys. Wow. Uh, his whip is like 1.33, by the way, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, very concerning. And like I said, don't ask me. You can ask me about Delson Lament uh, questions about him. I'm not saying don't, but... Don't expect me to necessarily have like this incredible insight because we don't know. We don't know exactly what the state of his injury is. And if you're one of those people like me that just doesn't have a trust with the Padres organization based on what's transpired the past couple years or honestly years before that, I get it. Because the guy, I just don't know what's going on. And it's almost like a, what are we doing at this point? I even have other friends of mine who aren't even friends of the the Padres and are being like, what are they doing just putting out Lamette for two innings and that's it? So, uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, guys. Uh, but for the rest of the game... Miguel Diaz actually comes into this game uh, to fill in as it basically became a bullpen day. He goes three innings, only allowing one hit, strikeout one, no runs allowed. Good stuff. His last start when he had to go against Pittsburgh uh, after, you know, yet again, another kind of injury that befalled the Padres with Paddock and all them, right? He went three innings in that game, also only gave up one hit, walked two and struck out three. So, so far, good showing from my guy. Not the guy from Cobra Kai, one of my favorite shows, man. I love that damn show, and I'm so happy that we have a Miguel Diaz that's performing well. But in terms of this right now, maybe making a little bit of a, a case for himself to be part of the team more often. So, shouts to Miguel Diaz. Uh, he actually gets the win, and he's credited with the win in this game. But that's basically it. Pierce Johnson comes in, Craig Stammon, and Mesa. Tim Hill coming in for the last inning, which was very fun. Uh, Padres fan favorite, dare I say, Tim Hill. And then this was just an offensive night, and it's really great to see. It wasn't coming from some of the guys that have been heating up lately. Nothing from Hosmer, really. He goes one for four in this game. You know, Trent Grisham, he goes one for four in this game. You know, nothing bad, but most importantly... The man himself. Manny, Manny, Manny. He ate his Manny McNuggets, apparently, before last night. Manny Machado, two for four with five RBIs on the night, including a bases-clearing triple with the bases loaded. That was awesome to see. Manny actually has two triples on the year so far. And then a two-run blast early on in the game. Or I shouldn't even say early on in the game. Everybody was starting to panic early on. They're like, oh my god, we can't even score a course field. And then Manny with a 110-mile-per-hour exit velo home run. Absolutely crushed it. Shout out to course field, man. Gotta love it. So, nice to see the offense kind of come back. Oh, Jake Cronenworth also goes two for four in this game with a walk as well. So, he continues to just he he's the one player on the Padres that's been basically just the exact same as last year he's the exact same and that's good it's great I, I love Cronenworth so much um but now with that said I want to now transition into what was the thing about yesterday I mean I already talked about how Lamette was messed up but now I'm actually going to read part of a question that I got on Twitter yesterday because it has something to do with you know the events that happened yesterday uh it comes from Mr. Anthony Burris Hopefully I said his last name correctly, B-U-R-R-U-S-S, Burris, okay, sorry, my bad buddy if I didn't uh, pronounce it perfectly. I'm not going to read the whole message that he sent, but he said, bonus question at the end of it, with Tatis with COVID, do they call up C.J. Abrams, who's been hot in the mires, to cover for the next 10 to 14 days? 
And that's relevant. Yes, guys, yesterday, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. tested positive for COVID-19. He's going to be gone for a little bit. And also, Will Myers had to be pulled out of the game as he tested positive as well. So, uh, like I said, it was really just kind of a, a really bittersweet day. Yes, Mandy was back, and it was a nice win. Nice to see the offense for the second game in a row after the Mother's Day uh, kind of good games for them to pour out a lot of runs. But just the Nelson the Met not looking healthy. The Giants still lead the division. And both Tatis and Myers tested positive. Like, not great stuff. Um, um, my take on that is no, I do not think they should call up CJ Ams. I don't think they will call up CJ Ams. They they brought up to Capita Marcana to fill up the roster, which is good. I like that guy. Just a solid uh, batting average guy, I think potentially just good contact skills. Maybe he's not going to do too much else, but I like that. And I think this is actually just the perfect opportunity to get Hassan Kim more in the game. He actually made a nice play uh, and able to turn turn a double play last night, which I like. He actually leads the Padres in defensive runs saved with six this year. He's been a very good glove. Very secretly been a good glove. I'd say him and him and Cronenworth have been the, the defensive studs, per se. Manny's just being Manny, obviously. I know he's like the best defensive player. He's the one we all trust and whatnot, but just making amazing plays this year so far. It's been Cronenworth and, and Hassan Kim. So if he can start to come up with that bat more, I think he's going to be excellent, and I think that he needs to adjust to Major League Pitching. So I actually think it makes more sense to just keep it with Kim right now, let C.J. Abrams still develop in the minors. I've heard some people saying that they think he'll be the number one prospect in baseball by the start of next year, which is great, probably because Wander Franco, Jared Kalenic are expected to be called up. Kalenic is actually already being called up. Um, so I actually think, yeah, like I said, I think Anthony. Great question, though. I agree that I know that's a lot of people's. Every time Eddie Padre, like the, whether it's Tatis or in the rotation, everyone's always wants to know what's going on with Gore and, and C.J. Abrams, who, you know, there's good reason. They're both top 10 overall prospects in baseball, and they could really help out the team. I'm expecting, though, for now, let Kim get some more at-bats. He's been really great in the field, and the team seems to love him. Just get him some more at-bats, more consistent at-bats for these next 10 to 14 days or whatever exactly the protocols are. So thank you for the question, Anthony. I will be answering uh, the rest of your question that you said uh, a little bit later on, maybe on Friday, actually, or maybe, honestly, maybe tomorrow. I have to see. It depends how everything shakes up, but um, thank you so much, sir. And remember, you guys can send me some questions, uh, send some five-star reviews on Lockdown Padres on the Apple Podcast app. Send me general questions, obviously, but you will guaranteed hear from me on the podcast if you send on an Apple Podcast, because I like bribery. You get it? I like bribing... uh, people to give me five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. But uh, with that said, guys, now let me just talk to you really quickly about a couple important things. Have you guys heard about Sports Trade? It's pretty cool. It's basically where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's pretty amazing. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally! A fair and exciting way to cash in on your sports knowledge. And they just added baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with sports trade is simple, as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance, obviously, in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher the value goes. And two, good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside. Maybe you want to take, you know, Jared Kalenic, or maybe you want to take Alex Kirilov or some guy like that, or maybe a little Jonathan India action in there with high upside, or the blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. You want to get yourself some known quantities or something like that, guys. Simply go to sports trade. 
sportstradetoday.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. And now, guys, om nom 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 nom, I have to talk to you about the best tasting protein bar on the market. I love it. I just ordered some yesterday. That's right. I'm not kidding, guys. Of course, I'm talking about Built Bar. Soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. And what I love about them the most is that they have such a great variety of flavors. I just ordered myself a bunch of cherry barcias yesterday because I didn't order them for myself, so I, I half lied. Uh, they're for my mom for Mother's Day. Make a great gift, trust me. They're so, so good. Cherry barcia, one of my favorite flavors, but they also got raspberry, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, you know, double chocolate, all sorts of things, and they've got all these limited edition flavors that they put every out, uh, out every now and then, and they're always super, super good. Um, and of course, since they're protein bars, they're healthy for you. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams net carbs. So guys, Honestly, what are you winning? How are you not already sold on the Built Bars? Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Remember that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now, guys, let's continue the Rockies crossover, yeah! But, yeah, the Rockies currently one of the three worst records in baseball. They come into this matchup now with the Padres. And I'm wondering if you might have any questions for me uh, about my team. Uh, if you don't, that's fine. Totally fine. There's no pressure. Yeah. Again, Paul, this is a a calm place. You know, I like <laughs> to call it like the you see that Taco Bell commercial. I've been on this a lot recently. Have you seen this Taco Bell commercial with the blimp? I don't know if you've seen it lately. I don't know if I've seen the blimp. One. It's this it's this nice clear sky and it's the, these friends who are in this blimp. They're in that little casket and they're up over the clouds and they're just sharing Taco Bell together. And I get like really emotional when I see the commercial <laughs> because I imagine like obviously everyone shut up about the, oh the food would get cold and you can't get that. All right, I know, but I'm just saying this dream world. You're mm-hmm. floating in your blimp. You see the stars and the valleys and and you're just enjoying Taco Bell with your friends. You know what I mean? So that's I don't even know how I got into this just now, but that's what happens sometimes, I guess, when you podcast. Um, what's kind of the the vibe heading into this series? What questions do you possibly have for me uh, about the the Slam Diego Padres? Let first off, an incredible incredible nickname i mean just <laughs> you know backed up with the with the actual performance of the grand slam super cool my question really for you is how does it feel to be in this position as a padres fan i think what people need to understand i know you you mentioned following the team but you know the padres it took a lot to get to this position and be a team that legitimately mm-hmm. is must watch baseball especially when they play in the division yeah i mean it's wow. I mean, it's so funny because I joined Locked On and I'm like, yeah, I got some love for the Padres. I know Tatis, obviously, and I know they haven't been that relevant, but I love the 2015 just that this team. I love when these the little guys uh, in anything in life just just have the nerve almost yeah. to be like, yeah, we're going to try something. And 2015 was AJ Peller coming in and being like, we're going to trade for Myers and Justin Upton and Matt Kemp and Craig Kimbrell and, and all these guys. And th- th- like people, a lot of team people look around the league and they're like, who do they think they are? The Padres right. that they, they never do this. They're the, they're a Miami Marlins type. They trade away their players. Yes. They're in perpetual rebuild. So by default, and I think most people were kind of like, they're intrigued. Of course, 2015 doesn't end up right. The only guy out of all of those that kind of turned out pretty decent was maybe Justin Upton uh, had a solid season. He's been a solid 
you know, outfielder for a while there. Uh, he was right. pretty okay. Uh, and Kimbrell, I guess, I suppose, back at the height of his powers. But Kemp, Myers, who only has gotten good recently, obviously. But I was intrigued <laughs> by it. And then this opportunity comes along from my Canadian master, uh, Sean Woodley, who's like, hey, you know, you interested or whatever. And I see the thing. And then <laughs> here we are, I guess. And it's so funny because what I was expecting was like this post-hype sleeper last year. I did not anticipate that they would become like the face of baseball and that they would then trade for every player in the league, uh, apparently, and then become World Series favorites. It really it's a good example of how quickly things can change in sports, even in a sport mm-hmm. like baseball, which is known for being it's it's slow. It's meticulous. Right. You got to you got to build unless you're one of those teams that spends money consistently. You're a Chicago Cubs or your New York Yankees, L.A. Dodgers. Most of the time you got to take your time and you have to you're doing your prospect thing you're searching on the internet random blogs and beat writers and like oh wow this this one guy uh andrew cashner he's gonna be the truth man and then of course <laughs> he ends up being you know not so good and they traded this anthony rizzo fellow for him so thank god they didn't give up too much for him right uh but that's that's really what happens sometimes with with fandom i guess you could say so but then right now the funny part is i've gotten a lot of crap before uh from the padres fans understandably sometimes uh, but then now they're all freaking out because, oh, they only have 19 wins. They're only second in the NL West. Oh, no. <laughs> they're only a game above the Dodgers. And they call me the the recency bias fan and the fake fan and all that. And my thing is, bro, the fact that this team's current fear is that they're only a only a playoff team. That's like, what are you Good talking fear to about? Have exactly there there are other teams that are miserable you just talked about you and you're just like yeah we're, we'll see what happens austin gomber he's only gone hasn't gone you know more than five innings and this and that it's like sad it makes it makes a man sad and yeah, yeah. over here the padres fans are like oh no tommy fam has been a disaster far and oh no blake's not has gotten it going my thing is this the team is so deep man it's yeah. got so much depth and the most obvious thing it's it's been overdone to death and i'm still not tired of talking about it necessarily but Super exciting. You got Tatis, man. And last year, also May. Yeah. Like, also May. It's May. <laughs> it is. It's, it's May. I'm not going to do the Justin Timberlake thing or anything like that. Who is now canceled. Obviously uh, it feels like <laughs> on the internet, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, there are certainly some trends that have been troubling. There are certainly things with the team that are troubling, but especially when it comes to offense, this is a team it's the offense is down across all of baseball right now. So I'm looking forward to playing in cores to say right. the least. I'm really looking forward to a double header as well. Um, and I don't know how you might feel about the, the double header rule or any of the new. Um, I don't uh, know rules. how I feel about you know it. How I feel it's yeah, the like double header rule, rule, all that stuff. The double header rule is one that makes me think I, I am not down with a runner on second in extra innings though. Mm. I, I, I don't, I mean, I get it, but it's also just like, that's just a thing to add. A, uh, that's just a really crappy way to lose and just a way to make, I think, a lot of games go longer, too. I don't know. I mean, I that's the one where I'm like, eh, am I am I going to, you know, old man yell at cloud? I know because I am also I'm very much in the camp of baseball needs to adapt and change and try some things and stop mm-hmm. being so curmudgeonly about so many things. So, you know. I don't necessarily love it, but I don't hate it. But the 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 seventing double header is is just kind of interesting because I mean I think it just really drastically changes your approach to how you pitch those mm-hmm. double headers and 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 what happened. I mean, look what happened with the Rockies. Armand Marquez couldn't even get out of the first inning. Had literally probably his worst outing ever. He 
got yeah. he pitched two thirds. And so, you know, they still had to throw a double header after having a deep bullpen game. And so, I mean, it, it, that one's a little interesting, but I, I, I'm sure they're going to stay around. And it's something I really don't think of all that much. But uh, I, the one thing, you know, give me universal DH. I'm, I'm not oh, a pitcher. hundred percent. Not a pitcher batter guy. If, if pitchers, if pitchers wanted to go up there with an actual approach, like some pitchers do, That'd be great. But it's like, I don't need to watch Clayton Kershaw go up there and take pitches. Like, yeah. hundred percent. I'm with you. Or you Darvish at our case who looks, yeah. he, 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 that, or you have, I love, um, I don't know if you saw, like it was the first game of the season. I think Tyler glass now went up to bat and he just watched the strike and immediately left. Like he clearly had no care for the deal. He, he gave no, he wasn't even pretending that right. he was going to try and hit the ball. I, I, it's just, it's this, this disconnect, I think between old baseball fans and new baseball fans, this, this idea that it's so exciting to watch the pitcher and it's fun when they get a hit, obviously, but you, you just got to look at the totality of it, right? You got to look at all these guys who, Oh, Madison Bumgarner, he hit a home run. You know when we should have stopped with the, the lack of uh, um, universal hmm. DH after Bartolo hit the home run. That That's was true. the peak. Shut it down. That was it right. The next day, Paul, <laughs> the very down. next day I am stepping in there. I'm telling <laughs> Rob Manfred, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, it will literally never get better. Than this man, Bartolo Colon, hitting a home run. Uh, But yeah, Paul, it's and also speaking of general baseball, what has it been like watching uh, the sport this year? Because, you know, I've talked to this with a bunch of hosts before. Just we're back to 160 game slate versus the pandemic kind of ball of last year. It's a different vibe, I think. And just in general, how happy are you about just baseball being back? How has it been watching this? And then I'll ask you one more question before we kind of wrap things up. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I honestly, I love it. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to be there. I, I, um, I caught a game. Uh, I'm here in Seattle uh, now. And so I went and caught a game at T-Mobile park the other day. And I, I mean, I was just so, you know, I was just, I was just feeling lucky. I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling good. I, I mean, I, I, we mm-hmm. were doing the distance thing, but it's an open air thing. I was finally feeling comfortable doing it. And I mean, yeah, as frustrating as the Rockies could be, like, it's still, still, what I'm still so excited. It's, it's, yeah, it's not summer without baseball. And plus, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I just feel more comfortable watching sports now than I did last year, because let, let's be honest, like if there sport probably shouldn't have happened last year, like, you know, <laughs> in reality, I'm glad they did like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm definitely glad, but like, you just saw how many hoops and how much risk went in there, mm-hmm. the, you know, in, keeping it local. The Broncos played a football game with a, a wide practice squad, wide receiver. Yep. Um, you know, and among a million other examples of, of COVID impacting sports. So, I, yeah, I was just super thankful to be able to be it, it, that's that's honestly how I feel. It, it's just super great that we're there. And it's great that, you know, fans are allowed, whether it be the capacity. It's like, you know, I don't need to rush to go pack uh, globe life down there in Texas, but uh, I'm perfectly happy, you know, sitting, sitting, you know, with my pod and, and away from people. So, yeah, I, I, it's great. And, you know, I, I, I usually found other ways, but I, I got an MLB TV this year. So now it's nice. I can just jump <laughs> in and out of uh of everything and, and check things out. And uh, honestly, the coolest thing um, this year about baseball, and I know I'm, I'm our podcast is supposed to be short and I've just been rambling the whole time, um, <laughs> but uh, my roommate and uh, this guy I've lived with for a, a couple of times, he's gotten really into baseball and he got really into the Rockies specifically. Um, I don't know why. Unfortunately, I was like, you could have picked any team in the league, but you know, it's cause we're, we live together, but that's been really cool too. has been able to share this season with, uh, with my roommate and, and just see this, 
uh, new new fan just develop a super deep appreciation for for the game. That's what it's all about, right there, man. I respect. Yeah. Look, my mom is a Yankees fan. That's that's also I should mention to you. We're beating now. I grew up a Yankees fan, uh, wow. which gets the Padres fans very very mad. That's right, guys. I've said it before. I grew up a Yankees fan. I thankfully escaped. It took a while though. My mm-hmm. Yankees indoctrination did take some time to escape. You know, and that's what happens in life. Oftentimes you grow up in a certain way. Maybe you're not exposed to different cultures and ideas and you, you don't know that what you're living is a, is a lie. And it's so, it's so awful right. and it's so toxic. I'm, I'm just being super dramatic. <laughs> I still got some love for the Yankees and I've literally had the Yankees host out here before to talk about why I love Brett Gardner <laughs> so much, um, which is a whole nother story that if you want to have me on to talk about, it, I'd be more than willing to talk <laughs> about it. But um, yeah, I, I just think that it's so fun because my mom is a Yankees fan, like I just mentioned, and she's now like watching the Padres all the time. We got the MLB.tv subscription. So that way, when she, I'm upstairs and she's downstairs, she could watch the games too. And she's super into them because she's like, man, the Yankees are making me sad. And I know they're good, but your team is so exciting now. And I'm like, yeah, damn right they are. So that's just what <laughs> happens sometimes. Right. And I love, 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 love um, just being part of, I guess, the, the Padres culture. And even if it's in an, infinitesimal tiny tiny way you know and that's been kind of what it's been like this year hold up a minute hold up a minute hold up a minute hey have you heard of betonline.ag if you haven't well don't worry i'll tell you about it right now it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball season full swing we're getting into the meat of it it's great it's great and you can track all of the action at bet online plus you can get all the latest news odds and info for all of your sporting news including mlb but also the nba nhl and all of your ufc mma mixed martial arts action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit remember to use the promo code locked on guys bet online your online sportsbook experts um, and i'm wondering another thing with you like just because and i swear i'm not trying to be a jerk there are other jerks on this network. I will reveal to you off air. Don't you worry. <laughs> the ones that you can't trust. Ryland Styles of Lockdown uh, Royals. Um, but <laughs> just be careful with that guy. Just be careful with that guy. Um, I'm just playing. I love Ryland. He's a good guy. Um, you know, whenever the Rockies might not be winning ever, has there been anything else that you've latched onto this year or that you've paid attention to maybe? Like, have you watched other teams or there is, is there a specific favorite team of yours that you've watched? Do you have a second team? Do you believe in having a second team? What do you think? I think you should always explore. I'm, I am a, I'm definitely down with an NLAL split. Mm. No, you can't root for no in division rooting. You pick a team in a division and that is that it. I agree with. You can't come in here. You know, let's, let's be, let's be honest. Can't be a Rockies and Padres fan. It's not going to work. Yeah, it doesn't work that weird. way. Can't be a Dodgers <laughs> and a Giants fan. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, mm. But um, with, with my work, actually, I, I've paid more attention to the Mariners and mm. um, my, my roommate has too. And that's just one of the things that makes me laugh too. Cause he buys <laughs> in and like, they're having the hot start. And he's like, they're yeah. winning the division. And it's like, yeah. you don't know about the Mariners. <laughs> um, but, but that's been cool because I actually do think that they have a lot of cool pieces and they got a lot of elements that um soon not not necessarily now like they're i think they're in that that phase where they're proven that they can win some some close ball games and some tight ball games but they still need a little bit more time maybe a couple more pieces um but yeah the rockies are definitely not not the rockies but the mariners and a lot of the times the mariners get referred to as the al rockies so i think that there's uh that there's there's that connection but um other than that just kind of just 
watching the entertaining games when I can keeping up to date. And honestly, I will say like, I don't think there's a more fun player right now in baseball than Shohei Otani. I think mm. he's the coolest dude in baseball right now. Otani Tatis is, is a man. A Let, man. Don't get me wrong, but like, mm. it's really dope that this dude's throwing 97, oh, 100%. And ripping 110 mile an hour dongs the next day. Like it's really, yeah. really cool. I think it's, I think it's cause I've seen this a little bit on Padres Twitter where people are almost getting offended at the idea that people might choose Otani there. I think it's a toss up. I think my distinction would be the two B's is just the skill set of Otani, but then the, vibe and the personality what he may mean for the future of the sport of Tatis though there's two sort of there's a mini dichotomy there I think it's hard to separate them but even Otani to a degree has a nice personality when he's doing the death stare that he did early on with the Astros like he's 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 got a little gangster in him you know he's awesome and you see him I mean man that first Sunday night baseball game of the year I think it was the first Sunday night baseball game that he just cranked that home run it was oh my god a hundred and gajillion miles of exit velo of like 400 miles per hour it was really really great to see uh but i agree everything about otani makes you you just hope that the angels i think make the playoffs i think everyone secretly does this baseball please have mike trout play meaningful baseball later in the year for the love (laughs) of baseball please that like like, that dude is a menace and it's Mm -hmm. just like so unfortunate honestly you know what i think uh hot take i i'm in the camp of Let's get Albert Pujols at course Field and let him hit as many home Ooh. runs as he possibly can try. I don't care. I mean, who cares at this point? Yeah. Like Ryan, like hey, you, you had know, Ian let Desmond him play with the Rockies the whole Dato year. Murphy and playing the Cardinals first. can, uh, <laughs> you know, they they can sign him to a ten day and he can retire a Cardinal like he wants to. But you know, let's get him. Let's uh, agree. keep him up on the on the leaderboard a little bit. I agree. You know what? If you're gonna put Daniel Murphy at first, him then and his, why not? Yeah, and, and at least Pujols has has a great character and story to him. You know, yeah. Daniel Murphy, it's I don't know. Just go look up him and Billy Bean. No, that's what yeah. I'll leave it at that, everybody. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? With Daniel Murphy. No, like... <laughs> but anyway, not to make the, the podcast too crazy yeah. right now, but I agree. I like that. That's a great take. Um, but yeah, Paul, not to, to end super abruptly, but last thing I guess is just what's going on with the podcast. You are new. Like you, like we've talked about uh, like many times already. Uh, yeah. You're new. What can people expect from the podcast? Uh, anything else you may have to plug could be stuff without the podcast. I don't care. I plug my entertainment writing on here all the time, but uh, go ahead and tell the people uh, what to expect from lockdown Rockies. You know, we're I'm, uh, the goal is to have fun, but we're also we're I'm not cutting any corners with the team right now. And, but that's what I think. So if you disagree with my, the, where I feel and my stance on, on the team right now, let's talk about it. I really just want to, I love interviews and this is honestly, this is why I'm doing it is so I can, you know, talk to, to people like yourself and, um and, and go through and, and really understand like the game from other people's perspective. Because like I said, I, I am not a, I do not, I can't tell you the win, you know, the war and the, all the stats and all that, all that stuff. I get what they mean, but I'm true and true. Just a guy that loves watching the team every day. So mm-hmm. that's where it's going to be. And we're going to bring in a lot of people that, that are going to be able to bring you that those other sides of baseball that I know those stats fans are going to want and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And, we're going to just forge on a path to maybe just develop a voice that uh, can of Rockies fans to just see if we can get a direction. And we're going to enjoy every second of Trevor story playing shortstop and, and just take it. Uh, we're going to really take it a day at a time and we're going to, we're going to have a fun, uh, you know, fun time doing it, but um, we're just going to go on the, on the roller coaster. That is the, that is going to be this season and the future of the Rockies until we see it. Cause as, as hard as it is, 
we now get to lay the foundation for what's new. And, it, mm-hmm. and that is something to be excited about, to be able to see, you know, this one thing didn't work because, you know, with the teams that we built, there wasn't a lot. There was a little bit of success, but there wasn't. So now we'll see if some new works and, 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 and what can happen. So that's what it's, we're going to be just kind of figuring out the Rockies together, I think is going to be the best way to, to describe it and, uh, and having a good time. But if hey, you want to listen to something else, uh, I, oh, host ahead, a, yeah. I, I host a show all about uh, artists and bands from Ohio and uh, nice. the surrounding areas and stuff called Groovy Soup. Um, I am also, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I do a little bit of this, but that's my other big show is that, but Locked on Rockies, keep it here ever, you know, in the awesome man awesome man good vibes and good times indeed i definitely relate i remember when i first started paul uh it's really great to have you on and all that stuff lastly though if you want to plug your twitters uh go ahead and do that even though i always link them in my podcast description but go ahead yeah at paul at folding 33 for me directly at lo rockies i believe honestly i got a hammer and javier said it uh, i am uh literally this is day two um i did my uh i did my welcome meetings like a little bit so i do want to hear from everyone i do want to get feedback but i also need a little bit of time to uh to build mm-hmm. things up and, and get uh, a system built but um yeah so uh, that i'm uh, i'm there and then i yeah so i believe it's lo rockies it's not locked on rockies i think mm-hmm. maybe someone else had it or something like that but, you're like um, a you're like a, a budding prospect yeah. You know, that, dare I say, a bunny with a tremendous upside, uh, as they know. say. Uh, but, Paul, yeah, it's been so much uh, fun talking to you. And I hope the Rockies lose every game of the series, obviously. Um, but- yeah, well, just real quick, <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. We didn't break down the series at all. What are your thoughts? Like, do you think, is this the is this where the uh, Padres offense comes alive? Or I mean, it could. You had that crazy San Francisco series. Yeah, you, you I'm hoping the Padres offense. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the heck? We didn't even get to that either. What the heck is up with the Giants? right now yeah the giants are just just playing well man that's an island of misfit toys team it feels like they, they always are you know what they're doing man they know what they're doing over there they just know how to find undervalued players it looks like guys like alex dickerson and then evan longoria and buster posey might be back so that's been really uh, a fun to watch but yeah i'm looking forward to it for being honest i'm just hoping to nelson lament heads into this game this first game that he's, he was projected to pitch um yesterday at the time of this recording it'll be uh yesterday for people he was projected to do the game but of course it got postponed uh which will be a great doubleheader for wednesday i'm looking forward to that uh but yeah hopefully the offense can get going i'm expecting some fireworks not gonna lie to you i'm expecting some guys to start getting going especially manny machado who's been a little bit of a slump uh so far and hopefully guys like tommy fam and uh maybe myers kicks it up a bit uh, and to a degree but still looking forward to the series man but yeah it's been a blast talking to you and I hope you you take care, man. It's been a blast. I will. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a course field series. I think it'll be a lot. Of, I think it's gonna be a lot of offense. This uh, absolutely, this man. Thank All you right. so much for having me, and thank you for your time. For sure. And bang, everybody! That is it for my crossover with Mr. Paul Holden of Locked On Rockies. Be sure to go listen to his podcast. He's new to the network, and he is a very pleasant fellow. Let me tell you guys. And before we wrap up today's show, let me just quickly talk to you about Locked On today. Get all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. That's right. Nice and brief and fast and simplistic and fantastic on the Locked On Today podcast. The iconic host, a man of many talents, I might add, Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, guys. And yes, that is it for today's discussion. Shout out to all the people sending me questions. Anthony, don't worry. Don't worry, my man. 
your question will be answered. Oh, I guarantee it. And I saw Zachary Shelton on Twitter also sent me a question. We'll be talking about all these things as the week goes on. There's so much stuff happening. And with this doubleheader tomorrow, I'm really excited to talk about the doubleheader. And I'm personally pro doubleheaders. I like the new doubleheader uh, rule as well. It's going to be very fun uh, watching baseball basically all day as I do some other work also, which is going to be really, really fun. Um, Very much looking forward to that. And also this week, going to be doing a crossover with Mr. Lucas Smith of Lockdown Cardinals to preview the upcoming series against the Cardinals this week and including a Sunday night baseball game that will be televised nationally. How exciting is that, guys? It's going to be really great. It's a a good team. Cardinals are a good team, and I'm actually really looking forward to facing off against them. But yes, with that all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. Be sure to send me five-star reviews on the Apple Podcasts app, and I guarantee you if you write in the little review description a question, it will appear on the show because I like to bribe people for five-star reviews, guys. That is my bit and my slants and my, you know, that's that's... You figured me out. That's my thing that I like to do. Uh, but be sure to follow the, the Twitter page for the show at LO underscore Padres or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.